Hello, 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 and welcome back to Release the Podcast, where our motto is letting go of things that hold you back. I am Cynthia Haynes. And I'm still Harold Weaver. And I know we're a little late on this episode, but we decided that we needed to get it out, regardless of how late it was. We owed it to you guys. And so, um, today's or tonight's uh, subject or topic is a personal one. Um, that we decided that we were going to use so um, the the title is faith walk faith walk Walk. and so I'm going to read out of Psalms 91 which says he that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress my God in him I will trust Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowl and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His trust shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fly by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in the darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday a thousand shall fall at thy side and then ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come near thee only with thy eyes shall thy behold and see the reward of the wicked because of this thou hast made the lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation and so basically that that passage is, it just goes on and it just says that you know God will deliver you he will just keep you and long as you long as you know that you're abiding in him you're going to be all right and so um I came from that scripture because um this is not um I guess it's not going to be an easy subject to talk about but um that happened Sunday Saturday Saturday um Saturday or Friday? Let's go Friday. Okay, so Friday, last Friday, um, me and Harold had been um uh, working in my in the yard doing some putting up a fence and doing all kind of stuff. And so I had to um go to the um supplies well, Home Depot to get some more supplies for us to complete the job that we were doing. Well, um I have a another car now and so with this particular car i'm still learning the car so i go off and i go to the store and i come out the store i have a lot in my hand and i'm trying to put everything up in the trunk of the car and then um before i knew it i had then shut the trunk my keys was in there my wallet was in there my phone and i'm thinking that this car is like the other car i have where it it won't allow you to lock your keys in the car or when you open up the trunk the other doors are going to open well that didn't happen with this car so i ended up walking around the car just trying to figure out what am i going to do i couldn't believe i locked the keys in the car so anyway i go in the store i try to um call um harold um I didn't get him. I didn't leave a message. It just at that time I just didn't think about leaving a message. I just was just trying to call and was hoping that he would see that it was a Home Depot and realize that it must be something or she needs something. And so I even tried to call my middle daughter 
thinking that I can get her and if she could reach him, but she didn't, her phone went to the voice message as well. I didn't even message. So anyway, long story short, I had a bag of semen. So I, it was two young ladies that were working in the store and I asked them, could I leave the cement that I had already paid for because I locked my keys in my car and I was going to just have to go ahead on and just walk home. And so um, they told me, okay, they wrote a note, put my name and they put the bag up. So I proceeded to walk home. What I didn't tell y'all is that it was like a five-mile five walk home, and it was around seven, almost eight. So it was a little light, um, and so I, I started walking. And the road that I had to walk on, at the time it was light, though. But eventually it started getting dark and it didn't have no lights. It was a, and it was like a um, it's like a, a little highway because you you go sixty on this road, and it wasn't no sidewalks. You just had that little strip on the side. So I'm just walking. Mind you, I had on slides. If y'all don't know what it is, it's like the you just put your foot through it. So it didn't have no type of support for your feet. And so I'm just walking. In my mind, I'm thinking, okay, eventually. He's going to realize I've been gone so long. He's going to eventually come look for me, and I'll just be walking, and he'll see me. That's what, that's in my mind. That's what I'm thinking as I'm walking. So as I'm on this faith walk, um, the, it, time was passing. It was starting to get dark. So then my, my mind started messing with me, and and first thing I start, I feel I started feeling a little, I felt like I was getting a little upset. Then I had to calm myself down and say, why are you upset? Because you're the one, you locked the keys in the car, you the one, you decided to walk. So I said, that's true. So I'm not, you know, me getting upset is not going to change the situation. It's, it's not going to make it better. It'll probably make it worse. So then I started talking to God and I just was, you know, as I was walking, I said, you knew this was going to happen before it happened. And I just got to believe that you're going to be with me. You're going to stay with me until I get wherever I get or if somebody pick me up. And so, mind you, I got 18 wheelers passing by. And then my mom like, Lord, thank you. No rocks can hit me in the head because these cars are flying on the road. I'm like, thank you, God. Ain't no animals coming out. No dogs, no snakes, no nothing because now it's getting dark. I can't see. So, I'm just like, you know. I'm not tired right now I'm still you know I'm still walking or whatever so I'm just steady walking and then I started it, it was it was like God just started taking me down the journey of my life of you know what happened yeah memory lane because it's like what happens when you don't have anything I didn't have my phone Adversity. yep I didn't have my wallet I didn't have no car all I had was God and me walking that's all i had and there's time in your life where you're gonna be to that hard spot and you're gonna think that what am i gonna do how am i gonna make it but at that moment you gotta realize that you're not by yourself god has not left you and even when you think that you can't make it no more because it was a point where i was like god i don't know how much more i can take this but i got the strength he gave me the strength he gave me the fortitude to keep on moving so at that point i believe god was carrying me and so um i'm gonna give this to, to hal <laughs> so he can tell his from his side of my concern story. side yeah. of the story yeah so basically what happened was um, unfortunately, 
you know, like Sissy already said, she locked her keys, she locked her phone, so there was no communication whatsoever. She left the house probably close to 6 7 o'clock. I'm outside doing some other things without my phone, um, you know, just doing what I do. So as time is going by, I'm not realizing that um, so much time had gone by since she had left to go to the hardware store to get some more supplies. So I grabbed my phone and um, I noticed that I got four missed calls from a number, though, just a number, not knowing where the calls was coming from. So me thinking four, four missed calls from the same number and something's wrong somewhere with somebody. So I call it back and it's Home Depot, but I don't get a person. I just get an automated a message and like okay I gotta go see find out what's going on with Cynthia which is where she's supposed to have went so I get down there and lo and behold what's sitting in the parking lot her car her car but she's nowhere to be found so this had to be 730 8ish at the latest maybe a little bit after 8 she now mind you she left at 630 so I go in the store long story short I go in the store looking all over the store I don't see her I walk back out and I'm looking around the parking lot and I'm, I, I convince myself, <laughs> I convince myself that there's no way that she had taken this walk back home. Five plus miles, there's no way. And I, I steadily convinced myself from the time that the thought passed, crossed my mind until we got to the end of this is what she actually ended up doing. So I go back in the store, um, I asked around. At that point, nobody had seen her. Nobody had, had even remembered her. So I'm back in the parking lot. I'm waiting for the store to close. Maybe I just missed her. Store closes. I go back. I knock on the door. I let them know that you know I have someone that was here. Her car's outside. She's missing. I need y'all help. So we ended up calling the authorities. We ended up, um, you know, briefly looking for her, thinking that, again, there's no way that she walked. But at the same time, we can't find her. At the same time, we can't communicate with her. But we do know that she had left because one employee did remember seeing her, did remember helping her purchase her um, the item, but we didn't know why. So one thing we thought we knew is that her keys and phone was locked in the car, but we didn't realize it was locked in the trunk. So this is why out of all five or six of us could not find the keys looking through the window or the phone because it was locked in the trunk. So, basically, Cynthia decided to walk, but nobody knew she walked, and nobody had communication with her to know that she walked. So, what do we have now? We have a potential situation that could be a whole lot worse than it ended up being, but how did we get through it? Well, this is how, through faith, through God, through knowing that he's with her no matter where she's at, no matter what she decided to do. No matter how far she got or, or how far she's going, God is with her. Faith is with her. And that's what we leaned on. And lo and behold, as the cops got together, we got together. <clears throat> Finally, what? It had to be about 930. Mm -hmm. Guess who calls from home? Cynthia. And this is when we found out what had happened. This is when we realized that she had walked this is when again we knew that not only is faith for real but God is even more for real more believable 
more of a, 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 a of a God that is always with you always with you no matter where no matter what no matter who God is there God is there you're not going to see him but you should feel him hmm? you're not going to know but you should in faith alone that he's not going to put nothing on you that you can't handle and like Cynthia said he already knew he already knew this was going to happen was it him testing us eh, I don't know was it the devil testing us I don't know Again, I don't judge anybody else's faith, but I will tell you this. This is why we're calling it Faith Walk. Because it all it put us all, me, Cynthia, her daughter, the, the, the employees, the authorities, it put us all in a place to either lean on our faith hmm, or lean on our fear that we would have put on ourselves because we did not, because we did not lean on our faith. And that made the difference of how that night went, how that night ended up. Since it made that walk five plus miles with no harm to her. Hmm? Nothing bothered her. Nothing concerned her but her and God. And we talked about this before we started this podcast, how she met God right where he needed her to on this walk. And why? He took her down memory lane. I believe that God wanted her to see. I believe that God thought that this was the time and the moment for her to realize just how far she's come. Hmm? Just how much she's been through. Just how far she's come to still have so much further to go. That if Cynthia had any other doubts up to that point, that she needed to get rid of him. Why? Because he's not done with her. But he's not done, he's not done with neither one of us. Because again, as long as we have another day to wake up and do better than we did that day or the day before, then we got time to do better, be better, feel better, and share that with whoever else needs to know that he's not done with us. That's why we're calling this faith walk, because we couldn't call it anything else. And, you know, the ironic thing is we didn't even have a topic for this podcast until today. And I'm not saying that to say this is why we're late. But I will say this, I told Cynthia we still had to get it in because there's somebody waiting on us. There's somebody waiting on this word. There's somebody waiting on this podcast. There's our faithfuls out there that look forward to this podcast weekly. And just a day late is not going to hurt anyone. But it might if we just not do it at all. And the fact that we had that scenario and we had that situation to lean back on and talk about and discuss to again show everybody that still has doubt in their faith, that still has doubt in God himself, He's for real. He is for real. And you have to convince yourself. You have to at least give him a try. Let him prove you wrong. And he might just. But just believe this. He knows what's best for you. If nobody else does, he does. And if you are not willing at this point in your life, as we continue to see what's left for us, to give him a try, you might want to reconsider that. You really might want to consider that. Because right now what we're dealing with, ain't nobody else going to get us through it but God. Trust me when I tell you that. Nobody else is going to get, get us through what we're going through right now and what's coming to get through but God. Trust Him. Trust Him. Trust your faith. Trust God. 
and watch what happens next. If nothing has changed from for you yet to at least consider now doing something different, try God. Let that be the difference. Hmm? Come on, Sam. Um, and then I, I kind of got like a confirmation today too about this this topic. It just kind of like the nail on the coffin. Is that right? That's that's a, the hit the hit. Okay, that that that's out right there. So um, <laughs> I've talked about um, JJ before, my grandson's father, who's in prison right now, and I hadn't talked to him in a couple of weeks, and I was wondering what was going on. So I got a call today, and so. He was saying that he was being moved and um, he was scared and that because where they were moving him to, um, it was supposed to be, it's supposed to be um, a prison where there's a lot of gang activity. It's just a violent place. And so he was saying that he had old tattoos because at one point, one point, one once upon a time, he was a part of the gang, and he got out of that, and so he was having his tattoos removed, and he was saying that he knows that if he goes there and the, the, those old gang members see that, that's like disrespect, and so it's not really a, a good a good thing, and so I had to tell him that, you know, but he said, but one thing he said is that he's at this new place right now. He's not at the place where they say they're going to send him. He's at another place right now. So it's like he's in a transition. But at that place, he met someone and he was telling them about what was going on with him. He talked about his tattoos or whatever and his fears. And this person said, well, they know who I am now. Let them know that you know me and they're going to have to go through me if anybody do anything to you. So you let them know that you my spokesperson. And he was like, oh, he said, I just said, Lord, I don't know why. He said, but every time when I go somewhere and I'm thinking whatever, you always have somebody in place that's looking out for me. And so what I had to remind him was that, listen, God ain't never left you. But he, what, he, what that was was just a sign of God showing you that he's still there confirmation when you might be thinking this is a bad thing he letting you know that this is a part of his plan and so you just gotta keep your head up and you just gotta believe that I said who knows I said and like I told him I said you know I'm praying for you because he said it was a lot of things that was going on at the other prison where they just moved him from where he felt like people was trying to set him up and this and that and what I told him was that my prayer was that either they move the people out of the way or God move him and I said you got moved so what you got to believe is that this is a part of God's plan and that he took you from something that could have harmed you and he's keeping you now. And you might be thinking that you're going to this place that they're telling you in your ear. You might not even go to that place. You might get released early. You don't know what God is going to do, but you got to believe that God is in the midst of this. And that's what you got to keep your eyes. When that fear comes, you need to say, no, God got me. Period. And that's where it needs to stay. You got to know that you know that God has you. He didn't showed you too many times. He didn't gave you too many signs for you to say, where is God? God has been there the whole time. And God is just trying to get you where he's at. You got to know that you know. You got to know that you know. 
So whenever you feeling like, like I said, you by yourself and you might be like, I don't know how I'm moving from day to day. And that's what I told him. I said, if today was a good day, you need to say, thank you, God. It was a good day. You learn about next week, next month. You might not even make it to next week. You might, you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You got to take it one day at a time and you got to take your wins when you get them recognize him acknowledge him and thank him in advance here's the bottom line folks if all else fails god won't it's just that simple if all else fails god won't so if you don't have a relationship with him you need to get one or at least consider having one with him if nothing else when all else fails god won't and we're going through some times right now that we've never seen before and we got times coming up that we'll never see again. But I'm here to tell you, without God covering us, without faith to fall back on, we're not going to make it. We're not. And I'm not saying that to put anybody in fear. But what I am saying it for is for you to consider, if you haven't already, to make and get a relationship with the Lord. Trust me when I tell you, you can't go wrong and it can't hurt you to at least give it a try. I will say this. If you're not going to believe, then it's not going to work. You're going to be running in place. You're going to still walk around in fear. And trust me, God might not do what you want him to do. But what he's not going to do is what's going to hurt you. What he's not going to do is put you in a place of harm. But you got to believe in him. That's the key. You got to believe in him. Not just talk about him. But believe in him. Not just wait on him. But believe that he's already there with you. He's already there. He already knows what's going to happen. He knows why. He knows when. He knows who. All you got to do is give it to him. And watch what happens next. Come on, son. Take us out. It's your time. This is your scenario. This is your event. I can take this out if you want. See, I do. Look, I can take this out if you want me to. I can, but this is your event. This is your situation. This is your scenario. This is your testimony. If you want me to speak on your testimony, I will. How about we pray? To, we I pray, then you pray. How about okay? You okay. Double dip? Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, God. I just once again we say thank you. We we can't thank you enough just for your goodness, just for your grace, just for your mercy, just for your um, covering. Have you protected us? How you protected our family? We just say thank you. And I just pray that whoever is listening to this podcast, that this testimony, that what we talked about will uplift them. It will give them a little more push to keep pressing so that they can make it to their next uh, level, next destination, whatever it is that you have planned for them, Lord God. And so whatever I didn't know to pray, I pray you go beyond this prayer and you do it. Mm, Father God. We can't thank you enough, like Cynthia said, and we won't because we can't. But what we do want you to know is that we thank you for just covering us all that believe in you. We want to thank you for strengthening us, strengthening us daily because we need that. We need that additional strength because the times that are above, the times that are ahead of us, we know we're not ready. But with you, we've already been prepared 
We've already been prepared for whatever it is because we believe in you to get us through. Let me say that again. We believe in you to get us through. So with that being said, I want whoever's listening to take this to heart. To understand that without the Lord at this time, you're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. And we want to make this together. We want to see the next day together. Because that's the only way we're going to make it anyway. Is to do it together. To believe together. And to give the grace and the glory to our God together as one. I'm going to keep it and stop it right there. So we can say something next week. Because you know what God? We already know. You're going to bring us through whatever it takes to get us to next week. Mm-hmm. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Next week, y'all. We out.